When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. More to get through, but let's welcome in uh, one of the dogs, Brownline medalists over their journey, uh, a famous name at the Kennel, uh, and he's been good enough to jump on the line after doing the game last night for AFL Nation. Adam Cooney, hello to you. Happy Sunday, gentlemen. Great to have you. Did you like how we kept you waiting again? Yeah, you know how I like to be kept waiting. Uh, 12.30 was supposed to be the call. Oh. And you were on before what, the break. What have and we... then you decided to read out some text from 1954 that no one cares what, about. What, we're nine minutes past the, the, the expiry date of when you were meant to be on, Adam. What have you been doing with the, the last nine minutes? Or what have you got, got planned for the rest of the day? Because you'll be taking all sorts of calls from Doggies fans in the West looking for tickets and... Potentially you could get over there in time, 14-day quarantine. No, you can't. It's done. But uh, how's the build-up look for you? Uh, I just fed the pigs, actually, over the last 10 <laughs> minutes. So I had a bit of time to spare. So they're actually they're stalking me at the moment. I'm outside. They want more tucker. But I've, had, uh, I've only had two text messages this morning from people over in the wild, wild west uh, looking for tickets. Unfortunately, um, I don't get any this year because of the COVID situation. Generally, you get your two being a uh, gold pass candidate and a Brownlow medal winner. So you get two tickets to every game. But unfortunately, I got an email yesterday, so I don't get any this year. So the people of Perth, all my friends over in the West, have to actually fork out and pay for their own tickets this year. Uh, Adam, we'll straighten up just slightly. What did you make of that performance last night? Just like Melbourne on Friday night, that was as comprehensive a prelim final performance uh, as we've seen. The dogs just dominant. Yeah, it was just 14 minutes of fury. Five goals won, and that was all she wrote. Yep. So I mean, watching the game, you could just tell from the first one minute, and uh, Dueno made the reference, they're on, and it's so easy to say, but every time we looked and the ball bobbled out onto the ground, there was an inside ring of Western Bulldogs players, and there was an outside ring of Port Adelaide players. So for the first six minutes, the Port Adelaide midfielders were standing around waiting for someone else to get the footy, and the Dogs players just went in. They were clean, they were sharp. I thought Liver really got them going early. Uh, Willem Drew had to go to him after that and quoted the influence, but the damage was done from there. I just thought they were so clean, so crisp, and everything went their way. I mean, ball bounced their way, but I just thought Port Adelaide were stagnant. They were fumbly. Oh, I don't know how many players were must have been wearing the old moulds because they <laughs> fell over time and time again. It was just it was as poor an effort, I think, from a team that had no excuses that I've seen for a very, very long time. Let's stay on the dogs for a little bit. How much would have the, the dogs taken on board this underdog mentality around, you know, everything was going right for Port Adelaide, the dogs, everything was made about not being able to train the day before. And there, was, my take on it, there was a little bit of, I think, disrespect in terms of what the dogs actually had on the park in terms of their midfield and the chip on the shoulder that they showed early on in the match in particular, that, you know, they were up for the fight and, and they shouldn't be underestimated. Yeah, I think most people fell into the trap of Alex Keith being injured, the travel factor, Marcus Bontempelli under an injury cloud, but if you saw the vision of him training during the week, I mean, he looked 100%. His agility was fine. He was moving well. So 
I suppose most people uh, overestimated that, the injury of Marcus Bontempelli, and then the effect of Alex Keith, who's been so rock-solid for the Dogs all season, plus they've travelled about 433,000 kilometres over the last few weeks. I guess everyone just fell into the trap that Port Adelaide were going to steamroll them because that's what should have happened. Uh, they should have been fatigued. They weren't allowed to train. There was, the SA government were against them. So, I mean, we know that Bevo loves his teams, but it was a pretty easy one to come up with last night if you're the coach of the Western Bulldogs. It's the us against them. No one wants us to win. No one's expecting us to win. The advertiser can't even spell our name right. I mean, every, <laughs> all, all, of those, all of those factors going into it. It was an easy one to sell to the players. and All they needed to do was put in 15 minutes of unbelievable effort, and it broke the spirit of Port Adelaide. Who impressed you individually? Uh, I actually gave Bailey Dale one vote last night. I just thought, and yeah, I think mm. he had 23, 24 disposals. Him and Caleb Daniel, every time they get the football out of the back half, magic happens. And 83% what, efficiency it, too, which was phenomenal. Well, that's what they say, the Sex Panther, 83% of the time it works every time. <laughs> but when, when there was a kick, and I, thought, I don't know if it was the kick of the year, but it was one of the best kicks I've seen. Bailey Dale, early in the first quarter, just ripped it around his body, lace out, and the dogs are away from there. But I just thought their ball use was terrific, as it has been. All season, I think I probably undersold the game of Marcus Bontempelli a touch. I left him out of the votes, but it was huge. He had ten clearances, and I just because I suppose we expect that from Marcus Bontempelli. But I, I, I probably didn't mention him enough on the coverage last night. I thought he was huge. Another high thirties for McRae. I think we've mentioned at times that he got into the forties, and I think we spoke about it last week. But hasn't had a huge influence on games and maybe not even got votes. But I think his last two weeks, he has been unbelievable. And Bailey Smith, his Instagram followers went up another 10,000 <laughs> after last night. He's a sexy man and he plays sexy football. He's the sexiest since Adam Cooney used to don the red, white and the blue. Let's talk about Port Adelaide really quickly. The anxieties going into prelims, you've played in a few yourself, in terms of the pressure that comes with a prelim and what's on the line that really told for Port Adelaide. You could see visibly they were devoid of confidence and they were all looking around for others to get to work and it never came. Yeah, you're right. So I've played in prelims, but I've never played and gone into a prelim with that sort of expectation yeah. that was on Port Adelaide. We've always been the underdog and knew that we were going to be in for a massive fight and I'm not sure if Port Adelaide fell into the trap of what everyone was saying about the Western Bulldogs and thought it was going to be a cruisy run through to a grand final. But, you know, I mean, I, I said last night that there was the epitome of a choke. And people have said, well, how can you choke when you were never really in the game? But the choke came leading into it. And then the first 15 minutes of sitting back, waiting for someone else to do the job. I mean, Ilya Ilya had two intercept marks in the first quarter and turned both balls over. He just doesn't do that. He hasn't done it all year, uh, small forward too, which I thought from Port Adelaide would would get a huge amount of dominance once the ball hit the deck uh, in Port Adelaide's forward line. They were just nowhere to be seen. They were nowhere to be found. Again, Dale, um, Jeray, Caleb Daniel, just they were at the front of every pack, mopping up at half-back, whereas that's where the small forwards should be. So, look, all over the park, they got absolutely obliterated. And it was obviously lost during the week where they were too overconfident and thought it was just going to happen. And didn't have the intensity required to match the dogs. Adam, we'll let you stave off those uh, advancing swine that you've been feeding at your palatial spread uh, down at the Bellarine. Thank you so much, mate. Uh, well called last night and great to have you on this afternoon. Oh, thanks. I'll be tuning in for the next hour and 15 on my headphones. <laughs>
<laughs> lies, all lies from our great mate Adam Cooney with us on uh, Sunday Crunch Time. Quick break and we'll come back with some of the individual performances that caught our eye. Get involved as well, 0433981116. John in Brisbane off the text. I think you'll find that Graham Wise was the ruckman for the 64Ds Premiership team. I used to go to school with his daughter Kim and he used to love seeing me in the D's jumper at Girton. Grammar, that's my old school in Bendigo on casual clothes days. That's from John in Brisbane. You're 100% right, John. I was referring to uh, the 1954 team, the, the last time that the Dogs and the Ds played each other in a premiership. It was the Dogs first in 1954, and the Ruckman that day was Dennis Cordner, but you're 100% right. In 64, it was uh, Graham Wise. And hello to you, uh, fellow Gertonian. Uh, back <laughs> after this, a quick break, and we'll be back on Sunday Crunch Time. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.